This is it. Episode 100. Woohoo! Hi there. I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet. Nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe. And you can get more of me at EssentialStepMom.com. The 100th episode. I can't believe how this just snuck up on me because I really just figured out about two days ago that this was going to happen today. It's a big milestone for me. Maybe for those of you who listen regularly too. You know, three years ago when I started this, there was a small handful of podcasts devoted to stepmoms and blended families. And now I can't even guess how many there are. You can pretty much throw a rock and hit a stepmom podcast. So I'm really grateful that you're here and that I feel like my message is landing. I'll repeat the little contest I'm running. I'm going to draw for a 60-minute coaching session with me. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts. Maybe you're listening on that platform right now. But if not, hop over to Apple Podcasts, leave a short review, even one sentence of what you get from listening to me and my guests, and then screenshot your review and send it to me at info at If you win, you can use the session for yourself or you can even bring your partner along. So I hope you'll play and good luck. So this is my final segment with Florida family law attorney, Seth Nelson. I don't know if it's because he's a divorced dad himself, but I find his outlook really refreshing. He just seems to get it. He knows what's important, what's worth fighting for, and what you just have to let go of. Like chasing the holy grail of 50-50 custody. Is it really worth it? Listen up. We're both equal parents. We should be getting 50-50 or whatever the case may be. Or what will others think of me? And there is a double standard here. No one thinks twice if a dad has 60-40 and he's got the 40. Eyebrows get raised if the mom has 40. Yeah. Right? That is a difference. And you need to acknowledge that. Okay. So I work hard in my practice and not trying to be stereotypical and and pigeonhole people. Okay. But that's a big issue. Now, I'll share my own personal experience. When I got divorced, literally 15 years ago, the law was different. Mm. It didn't have... In, in, the, in Florida family law, there is no primary residential parent or secondary residential parent. It is your parents, you have joint decision-making unless there's some issues, and then you can have ultimate for one parent or sole. We're not going to get into specifics of that. And then you have time sharing. You don't have custody and visitation. 15 years ago, when I 
settled my case and had a parenting plan that I signed with now my former spouse, the law required one spouse to be named in the documents, the legal documents filed in the courthouse, signed by a judge to be a primary residential parent. And the other one had to be secondary. Wow. That's all about your ego though, right? Mm -hmm. And people back then used to argue over who's going to be primary and who's going to be secondary. And it's like winner take all because it's a label. My view was much different. I was not going to allow the Florida legislature, a bunch of elected officials, and then a law signed by whatever governor at the time yeah. dictate to me my relationship with my son. Why do I care what they say about me? I don't. That's what so I care about is my son and what he thinks about our relationship. And I'm very fortunate. My girlfriend says, you know, that I have the, um, I got so lucky because, you know, nurture and nature and on, you know, the nature part, I got very lucky. And I always ask her, why is it when my son does something well, it's luck. But when your kids do something well, it's great parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> And, and I also believe that God gives you what you can handle. And he literally knows I'm a wimp because he gave yeah. me the <laughs> kid part time, you know, like simple, but, but I wasn't going to let the Florida legislature and a governor or some law in a book define my relationship, but people will get hung up on that. And it's the same concept when it comes to time. And um, here's the other thing. I think if I, I know this is a long answer to your question, but. I think it's important for your listeners. What do you get out of going for 50-50 as opposed to roughly 60-40? And I hate percentages, but yeah. you get one overnight every two weeks more. Yeah. So my view of parenting is you need enough time and want enough time. So you have a positive relationship with your child. So that child comes to you in good times and bad when they're two and a half, 12 and a half, 22, 32, 40, like yeah. you're playing the long game here, you sure right? Are. 18 goes quick. Like they're boom, they get to make their own decisions. You know, you might have power of the purse strings can control some money for a while, but ultimately it's going to be their decisions. So if my, my view is if you can't build that relationship on a 60, 40 schedule, the extra 10% is not going to help you. I so, so agree with you. Um, I so agree with you. And I think it's um, like, this is my message. It, 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 you're speaking exactly my message to people. And I'm like, so grateful to know you, Seth. I'm serious. Like, oh, there's, thank you. It's very kind of you. I think there's not a lot of legal experts who are so articulate about this particular piece, about the the importance of the relationship and how how much that is not involved in in the legal arena you know when you talk about the legal world and the real world and the perceived world like it's so important to to know where you're standing and your relationship with your kids is not part of the legal world it just isn't um that any kind of reasonable schedule of custody visitation time sharing is enough for you to like cement that relationship and to demonstrate who you are to your kids in a way that um, gives them what they need in terms of parenting. Like, oh, and, and there, there's certainly a, 
there's certainly a certain amount of time that I think one needs. And I think that's different for every kid in every family. Um, there's no like, you know, line in the sand on how much time, but also it is not just the amount of time, the frequency of the time. Yeah. And that changes as children get older, all the psychological studies will tell you when children are little, it is better to have more frequent time, but yeah. less quantity of time to build that relationship. Yeah. Okay. And if you think about this in what a lot of parents have to do when they have double incomes, they both have to go to work. Parents will take off for maternity leave and paternity leave first three to six months, maybe some people even less than that if they don't have it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you put your child in daycare as an infant, as, as a toddler, as a baby that like, you know, three months old. Yeah. Now that child spends more time at daycare than with you, but is clearly bonded to the parents more. Right. Right. Yeah. So it is just one of those items that they, you, you, people fight over the amount of time and also, and this happens a lot one parent is just overbearing and doesn't let the other parent have time with the child during the marriage. And then they split up and one parent's fighting for all this time. And I say, look, we can fight for all this time, but on a temporary basis, why don't we accept less time than what we want ultimately? And they would say, why would I do that? And I'm like, because you're getting more time now on a temporary basis until we can get the whole thing resolved, either by a judge making the decision or coming to an agreement. But right now, this very week, this very day, yeah. you're going to have more time with your child than you've That's ever right. had before. Cause the other parent kept, you know, blocking you. Yeah. And that's going to be precious in, in, in those days. Don't come back. I agree with you completely. In fact, I, I read somewhere and this made a big impression on me that somebody has gone through and calculated and you can look at the chart that 95% of the time you're going to spend with your child actually happens before they turn 18. Oh, in, in that a, does not surprise me at all. Yeah. So the clock is ticking, you know, the clock is totally right. ticking. And uh, I think people are, are not understanding that long game that you were talking about. Although the clock is ticking, it is a very long game. And um that you're, you know, if you're holding you, out now, you're, you're missing out now. You're missing out now, but on that long game and my mother, um, recently passed away and she mm, left me I'm with sorry. a lot of, thank you. Um, she left me with a lot of wisdom and she used to say her greatest joy was having adult children because mm. they played the long game. Now I, and my parents were happily married. Well, they would always joke about how long they were actually happily married, but they were <laughs> married for 57 years um, until her passing. But there, she would always say that my greatest joy is having adult children right into right until the first grandchild showed up. And then that saying went out the window, of <laughs> course, as it should. Yeah. But you know, when, when you, when you have that, and, and I'm sure you've experienced it when you have children, like I said, my son's 17 and our relationship is changing. It's constantly changing. I give more advice and guidance now, as opposed to telling him what to do. Right. I rarely tell him what to do. He does have a saying like, was I just voluntold? I'm like, yes, you were voluntold. Take out the trash, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> but other than that, 
you know, when, when kids go to pick colleges, you can give advice and counsel, but ultimately, you know, they're going to make their decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been such a valuable conversation and I, I hope that we're going to talk more because I love how you think. And well, you're, thank you. You're, you know, I, I, you and I think similar. So either great minds think alike or simple <laughs> minds never differ. So pick which one you want. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I think we probably came into each other's orbit, um, you know, for, for good reason around that, because you're, you're just, you explain this stuff so clearly. And uh, I just love talking to you. So thank you very much for this conversation. And um, we're going to do this again. So tell people, please, um, where they can find you and uh, where they can find your podcast. So my podcast is easy to find. It's wherever you download all your podcasts, uh, how to split a toaster. If you Google it, we're right at the top. So that's easy <laughs> enough. Um, and then also, if you want to find out more about me, um, you can just go to Nelson Coster. That's N-E-L-S-O-N-K-O-S-T-E-R.com. That's the law firm's uh, website. Um, and then we're on Instagram and um, Facebook and so you're in Florida for, for people who in who, uh, we are in Tampa, Florida, um, yeah. the great state of, of Florida, and we practice uh, family law and divorce and um, alimony and paternity cases when people are not married, but they have children, anything dealing with family law, we, we have our practice based out of Tampa, Florida, but we cover cases all over the state. Fantastic. And, uh, and I've, I've talked to other lawyers that are out of state because sometimes there's jurisdictional issues or they found me and they want to, you know, commiserate about a case or pick sure. up each other's brains, which is always nice too. Well, you're, you're a great resource for this community, Seth. Like really um, it's, it's great to, to know that there's somebody out there who really has his finger on the pulse of what's important and, you know, how to stay focused and what the, what the real job of the law and the courts is in these, in these cases. So thanks once again. Well, thank you for having me. You're very kind. I'm, I'm pretty sure tell we'll my be... girlfriend, all those compliments you told me and she'll say, <laughs> don't let it go to your head. So we're good. <laughs> all right. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. I'll bet there are still some States where one parent is going to be labeled secondary, like what Seth had to go through years ago. And that's so hard on your ego. So I love what he had to say about remembering that this is ultimately only about your relationship with your child or children, if you have more than one, and that no judge or lawmaker is going to decide anything that could or should ever interfere in a significant way with how you build or nurture or even restore a good relationship with your kids. Having said that, the courts very often make it difficult or expensive or inconvenient or super frustrating to maintain the connection you want to have and to be that champion for your kids' emotional well-being that you want to be. And that's a place where the stepmom comes in as a support for the dads. And I'll tell you, when that was me supporting my husband through those years, it was a real strain on my emotional resources I had to figure out how to take care of myself while I was propping up my partner so that I didn't run out of steam. And that's exactly the topic of my talk next week as part of the Ultimate Step Family Summit 
and I so hope you're going to take the opportunity to register and hear at least one or two of the 20 interviews happening between Wednesday and Friday. Just go to bit.ly slash Tracy Summit. I'm so tech, I made a bit.ly link. Go to bit.ly slash Tracy Summit and please don't be put off if it takes a lot of clicks to get to where you put in your email address. Claudette worked so hard to put this thing together. We have to give her a pass on not realizing that there were some platform challenges happening. I keep saying that the lineup of speakers is like the royal family of the step family world. Authors and psychologists and publishers and coaches and couples. All of them just amazing. It's all free. You can watch every bit of it at no charge. And if you want to own the videos and have them forever, and of course, the thing is that there might be one that you don't really think much about now, but it could be exactly what you need this time next year, then buy the upgrade and join the VIP membership. You'll even get to participate in the breakout rooms and you'll get an invitation to the after party on Saturday night. A quick reminder, the VIP early bird price is available just until Sunday when the price doubles. So jump on it now if you already know that you want it. I'm back again tomorrow with more pre-summit content for you. I have three more episodes with Lori Sims, the OG Nacho Mama. We're going to do a nacho role play for you. I think you're going to love it. See you all tomorrow. Thanks once again to Seth Nelson for being here with me this week. And check the show notes for all the links from today.